0: Welcome for the last episode of Wave On. If you're still hanging in there and you're still listening, I want to thank you. Hit and subscribe, staying along maybe even on YouTube or Instagram, giving a like every once in a while. That's awesome. Hel- helps keep the podcast vibe going for all the paddleboarders out there and the water world lovers in the house. This is the not only the year-end review, but the year anniversary of of the podcast and how we kind of kicked it all off a little over a year ago but by the time we got some episodes going and kicked it off and got it distributed uh, this is where we're at about a year ago I was learning all the ropes of podcasting editing videoing and all of it
1: yeah this wraps up 2020 yeah 2021 y'all (laughs) <laughs>
0: yes, the first episode was in 2020. First year in. And for yeah, first year in um just a couple random uh highlights just because uh Anchor gave them to me through Spotify. They're kind of a collaboration, I guess. But uh uh Canada and Australia are the biggest countries that first chimed in listening right away Mm -hmm. as streaming uh, places love the most. Um, 29 fans listened in more than any other podcast. Woo. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this is the only podcast they listen to. I don't know. Anyways. Um, 35 episodes. This is technically episode 46, but we're in eight countries listening, streaming uh, consecutively and over 2,016 minutes. Nice. Yeah. So usually the podcast lasts about 45 to an hour. Um,
1: How'd you find all these statistics?
0: They rolled them out to me at uh, the end of the year. Oh, okay. Yeah, with like I said, it was through Spotify and uh, Anchor FM. Nice. How they pulled the data.
1: That's cool.
0: Yeah. So just just a few little tidbits. Um, so anyway, like I said, we're keeping it rolling. I've got some highlights that I want to share. So we'll pull. I pulled out some clips from the very first episode, which kicks it off with uh, Lanny and Eric. and
1: Yeah, the machine or the the uh, road um, mixer was still fresh out of the box getting into the whole podcasting thing.
0: <laughs> right, right. And a uh, uh, couple messages, uh, one being for Evolve Paddleboards, which is what I use for my classes and always sell in the beginning of the season. They are having a year-end uh, sale for the holiday, and I have a code, Misty 100 It saves you $100 on the Evolve paddle boards, their inflatables, and the movement boards, plus free shipping. Nice. Yeah. So, that's pretty cool. That's always a bonus. Uh, shout out to Evolve paddle boards. Like I said, I because I love them
1: <laughs> yeah they've treated us pretty well these
0: those boards are amazing they hold together if they hold together with me and Cammy using them for classes and how much of a beating they take throughout the season and sometimes even repeat seasons
1: sure
0: and yeah so um misty 100 you can use it at the checkout like i said 100 dollars off the movement boards the evolve boards and then 50 dollars off for your your it would be your free shipping basically and if you need help with that you can always contact me uh luna moon sup reach out to me i can help you out either way so uh what do you think of the podcast here the year-end review
1: my question is so what Um, Just get started right off the bat. What's the biggest thing you feel that you've learned getting into this media?
0: Oh, we're diving right in. Yeah. So my reflection out of it, not only meeting some really awesome people because, let's face it, this was through Instagram, Mm -hmm. a lot of this. right? And seeing photos, that's awesome. Sometimes they would have videos, but... You get them on a podcast, you really start to put together the images, what story they're telling on their feed yeah, and bringing it together. That's one thing. Another thing is just the fact of hearing other people's story mm-hmm. about paddleboarding. Like I said, looking at their pictures, that's one thing. Being in Michigan... Not a ton of paddle paddleboarders. Uh, if there are a lot of paddle boarders are all scattered around. This is, right. you well, know, it's a big one, state. Yeah, one people that, <laughs> I mean, like-
1: there's paddle boarders, but there's ones that specifically, you know, really take up the lifestyle and commitment to yeah. being on their board as often as possible and traveling with it. You know, I mean, we're centralized um, on an inland lake here. Um, with our operation but uh, there's people that constantly travel around to all the different lakes in Michigan and whatnot but uh, yeah I mean big difference between just you know having a paddleboard that's just part of your you know water sports fleet then you've got the person who has it always strapped to the roof of their car or (laughs) are their trailer or you know that's you know other than a bicycle it's the go-to piece of transportation fund that they have to work out on and enjoy the water you know
0: it's a it's still a growing sport yep i think anybody Mm, actually i just listened to a a podcast episode um very well avid paddlers and they admit it as well and he's in maui Mm -hmm. so that's where surfing paddleboarding all that originated from so if he still thinks that it's still growing yeah i know then it's still growing in the midwest and we're just getting onto the brink of it
1: every every new sport or trend or fashion trend or whatever always hits the midwest after it's been (laughs) a big deal somewhere else you know especially out west yeah i I remember getting into skateboarding and and you know not really you know discovering skateboarding until the you know mid 80s for myself that kind of ages my you know ages myself but uh you know it was a big thing in in california where it started really you know since how many the, years since before the end then? of the 60s early 70s you oh, know
0: like 20 30 years before that yeah i mean yeah. i wasn't
1: around then but well I, sure but yeah still but for so when
0: you go to california and you tell people like look we're still trying to explain what sup even stands right.
1: for. well i guess it's the yeah i mean it's the <laughs> around it starts here. with the the small small cottage industry and then it blows up to this commercial success that's what
0: literally the other night it, she the lady about. said to me something about but yeah but you call it uh, what is it uh, sup sup she she kind of wasn't sure is it called sup and right. i said well yeah and so w- true advocate or whatever would know that sup is stand up paddle yeah and a lot of times for short i even catch myself calling it paddle boarding yeah. but technically paddle boarding is you're paddling prone which is Yeah. Crazy. Laying down flat. And yeah. Yeah. It's like you would paddle out to go surfing. You're you're paddling
1: out prone, laying down flat on your stomach.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's how higher level that the terminology even goes and, you know, still trying to just explain what does SUP stand for. So uh, the first, well, Mm -hmm. (laughs) might be a little over uh, across the map with the episodes, but, uh, you know. Talking to Cammie, and yeah. I have a clip of uh, from Cammie as well. She, she, you know, we could we could bounce stuff back and forth with each other because she was also same like me, trying to teach yeah, people, right. not just go on the board and and do it ourselves, mm-hmm. but we're also teaching it. So uh, it was nice in my, you know, as part of my reflection, to learn from more like that, from right. more people like that, it became closer obviously with um, Cammy and even Evolve, because Ron was on the uh, podcast uh, not long after after Cami, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's that's another thing. I mean, uh, um, just also getting to know other people outside of the U.S., whether it was Canada or the U.K. Right. And that has been pretty pretty unique as well, hearing about their other locations. Right. You know, other than just the, even though they'll say, you are the last girl in the UK. She said, your lakes are huge. Talking yeah, about the great yeah, lakes. Compared to the
1: ponds that they <laughs> unfortunately only have to really play on. Is yeah. what she was saying, right?
0: Yeah, a little bit, yeah. So um, uh, the very first episode, I'll go back with uh, Lanny and Eric. I, uh, I think back to that one, how different it was to what really, like, evolved and
1: yeah a lot of people's podcasts (laughs) start out pretty rough yeah in the beginning because you're just trying to find your legs and and you just need to get one out out there (laughs) just to get them out there and get them under your belt I mean most podcasters start out with those early rough episodes and who knows where it's going to go from there I mean look what yeah like what it's done to some of the, you know. I have to give the hats off to Lanny though, yeah. because
0: <laughs> she was the one you have to do this. You have to go forward with this. Yeah,
1: she was a real big motivator, right? For you, you know. Yeah, encouraging you to take the plunge and just do it, right?
0: Take the plunge. So that's yeah, that's exactly exactly what I did. Um they, in their episode, they kind of went on about a hiatus of social media that was somewhere in between March of lockdown 2020 to fall or summer that they both got off of social media. Eric, Eric being our friend out in Portland,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, studying to be a doctor and uh we get him on the phone. Yeah. And start talking to him and uh, they wanted to go on and on about how liberating it was. But well, we right. had no idea what Eric had in store for us.
1: Yeah, he just came out of left field with a hilarious... Should I play the club Observation, yeah, go ahead. Play go that for clip. it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's actually kind of weird how doing something so small, like, because, like, I, this is a weird and funny example, but it's like, I had I got to the point over the summer where I realized that I couldn't sit on the toilet and poop without looking at Facebook. <laughs> and, Word. And, uh,
0: and so now I just enjoy pooping and I don't know what it is.
1: Fantastic.
0: <laughs> Full
1: release. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, that's awesome. Just beautiful. <laughs> Eric
0: needs to be in some sort of ad campaign for uh, unplugging. Yeah. And the tagline is going to be, I enjoy pooping again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just enjoy
0: pooping again. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a lot of fun yeah, with that one. that was classic. That was actually a longer podcast episode. Uh, I did a lot of editing on that one. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because he was just, yeah, it just came out of left field because he would, like you said, he would sit, and like most people do, I mean, I'm guilty of it, you sit there, you have your phone, you just, you know, thumb through, you know, oh my God. social media because you got, you know, it's just time you're sitting, you know doing nothing other than a bodily function. And, hey, why, uh,
0: why 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 can't not
1: multitask and get some get some shit done? <laughs> hey, read, look two. at your phone
0: or I can remember as a kid I had one of those little projector things that was from the zoo. Yeah. And so you're learning how to potty train. And yeah. I had I, I used, and for some reason I even remember doing this. One of the pictures looked like my cousin and I would say, Oh, that's so and so and then the next one would come up and it was like a scary gorilla every time I would turn around and throw it in the toilet. Oh nice. Yeah. So anyway.
1: Well, another <laughs> another thing though is you can get you can really get yourself immersed in looking at something and then notice that your legs start to fall asleep as you're sitting oh, on the yes. toilet too long. Sure. Definitely. <laughs> like, oh man. Yeah, this is done. I got to get up and move around.
0: <laughs> well, so that's a little off topic of <laughs> paddle boarding. Yep, um,
1: but that was the number one,
0: but that was a podcast. Number one, Lanny, the motivator, Eric being our, well, Lanny being comedian as usual. And Eric just coming right on out with it. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> But I went through many episodes. Well, I, I should say probably ten, maybe ten or eleven. Yeah. Um, uh, in there, it started to get pretty interesting with uh, who wanted to come on, and all of a sudden, I had I had bookings. Yeah. Lineup for sure. Who's Interest coming on who's the? Coming yeah. On. Wants to get their voice out who's there. Who's coming wants on? To be heard, so right? one of the one of the other highlights episode. We'll go to episode eleven. Uh, was Cammie from Aqua Ohm in Pennsylvania.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So like I said earlier, we had kind of grown in our relationship uh, outside of Instagram. She even was here back in the fall doing her freedom tour. Out to California. So uh, I decided to pull the episode, though, from when she was talking about her first time paddleboarding. Because okay. those stories started to come out, too. Like, okay, what, what was your first time paddleboarding? Where did you learn of it? What was your first board? All those things. Yeah. And uh, she had a really interesting story. And actually, one of um, our neighbors that listens quite a bit uh, was very intrigued by this story as well. Okay. Should I go for it?
1: Yeah, let's hear it. That I had made up. Um, and then like I wow. switched to the prone paddling for a little bit and then take a break. So I finally got in and just got my board up to the side. I laid down on the side of the launch, like it's pouring down rain, And I just kind of lay there like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm alive. So wait, so tell I-
0: me what you you use the anchor to help you. So like you paddle at one point, throw the anchor to try to get you to pull yourself in. Wow. Yeah.
1: Like I threw it all the way up because as soon as I stopped paddling, that current just How pulled did you, know you to do all the way back.
0: What? How did you think of that? How'd you know to do that? Survival. Like, <laughs> I, I think it just, I'm one of those people that I, if you asked
1: me, I would never be able to. T-
0: so she's talking about in a windy situation oh, okay. on her very first board. Yeah. I should have maybe said that before I played it, but okay. yeah, she, I had never heard of that. I, I, I've of course the paddle prone, but she just happened to have an anchor. She likes to throw the anchor a lot of times and just hang out and relax. Well, I guess a storm started to happen and she's trying to get back and the wind picked up and she's in the current and she's using her anchor to throw it forward to anchor her down while she paddled to it and repeat
1: right yeah, so you I guess yeah, you get the momentum or the make sure you the progress that you're trying to make isn't lost yes. By having the anchor, yeah. I guess, that, yeah, you that to makes, a certain extent. yeah. It makes odd sense, I guess. I
0: I <laughs> thought it was a very original, very creative, so yeah, <laughs> and I, very funny. Well,
1: like she said, survive, pure survival, do whatever it takes. That right? was awesome. But just to think of that problem solving, that was pretty cool.
0: <laughs> exactly. Some other things that I had learned along the way were uh, cleanup. Lots of cleanups. Yeah, and,
1: I, let me throw in on that. Yeah, I just yeah, just by observing um, what you've been able to do, and just I guess with the example of paddleboarding and how how much slower it is than other sports, to where you are more observant of your surroundings and your environment, and sure you see things that you don't normally see or pay any attention to. So you do see all the plastic and, you know, things that, you uh, you know what, I can, I'm just hanging out, paddling around. I should probably, I could pick that up, you know, make it a challenge. But just being really conscious of, the, of your environment again and just wanting to take care of the place that you're doing this activity the best you can and be a steward, right? It's almost like, you know, if yeah. I were...
0: It's part of the lifestyle.
1: Right. When I've mountain biked, right, I would see trash in the woods or something like same. Who wants
0: to paddle in plastic? Yeah, who
1: wants to paddle in plastic? Who wants to ride their bike and, and see garbage in the woods that could be cleaned up? It's, you know, again, it's, yeah, being really conscious of your environment and the place that you're having fun doing your sport and you want to be able to keep doing it and share it with other people, it would be awesome to really keep it as clean as possible. Right? Well, I had
0: a few environmentalists on the show, actually. But one of them really sticks out, still sticks out in my Instagram feed, and that's Sub Garbage Man.
1: Yeah, he was, he was. That was. A He's good. I liked full that one. That on. Cool. Yeah.
0: And every month he does a breakdown of even how much he has cleaned up, and he'll do visual graphics. Okay, so far year to date, I've cleaned up this much of um, bins, like uh, garbage bins, and he'll do scale rela- ratios and things like that. He takes pictures of um, his cleanups. And has found some very extreme things. Yeah. <laughs> I think yesterday it was one of those uh, U marine throws, the buoy or the lifesaver, the U, U shape. Okay. Yeah. That's that but I mean he's found many, many other yeah, things. Yeah, He's
1: found car parts, tires, sure. just all kinds of weird stuff. Yeah.
0: Lately something was even with the diesel exhaust. I oh. think tank or something and Oh boy. Yeah, he also tells a little bit of a story when he do, when he posts so he keeps it pretty pretty creative. Yeah. Um so I was very uh intrigued by his episode and uh what he had to say I think that was like episode 13. Mm-hmm. Uh let's let's listen in.
1: See it firsthand, you can kind of really in, in person when you're on the shore you're like man I wish I could come back to this spot like five times and maybe get half of it you know
0: oh right you have to leave some of it right
1: Mm-hmm. I yeah it the, the shoreline here is so bad and I have a, a on my website uh, there's a, a drop-down menu trashy videos kind of dumb little pun uh, but there's a shoreline collection which is like a series of videos where I walk through shorelines.
0: So this is all on his paddleboard. Right. And he's um, talking about, well, leaving trash behind. And right. having to come back or whatever, he True. deals with the tide where it comes in and out. And does he
1: have a hardboard or inflatable? No, it's an inflatable. It's an inflatable. Wow! So he, you know, he he's got like a small. <laughs> it looks
0: like a small little square space for him to stand on because he right. has front and back loaded.
1: Right, because he just fills it up. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. He found a sail bag not recently or recently too, mm-hmm. and he said that he'd been just filling that one with plastic bottles.
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah it's crazy I yeah i can't imagine how much money he's been able to collect just by returnables maybe or if they do that and
0: actually uh, i don't know in,
1: in dc area i don't know but it is actually a
0: little <laughs> right. bit of a thought process with the disposal afterward depending on what yeah some things he's kept actually he had a funny halloween thing this mm-hmm. year where he put together all the stuff that he found as halloween decorations out
1: front nice <laughs> yeah yeah, you have to be really creative with that because it is just garbage.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, some of it's pretty defined on what the item is, but yeah. you clean it up and try to make something fun out of it. Right on. Yeah, that's so cool. it's a that's a whole other extreme. Well, extreme part of the sport. That's a lifestyle. It's you know.
1: Yeah, that's taking uh, trash trash uh, observation. That along the way to the extreme of actually dedicating yourself to picking up, you know, a lot of it (laughs) and recording it. And, uh, sometimes I think he's gone at least two to three times a day (laughs) and picked up a load. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Yep. It's very cool. Dedicated. (laughs) Very, very dedicated and awesome to have on the podcast. But, uh, you know, we had some, we had some funny times as well, uh, most was done uh, not in person, which is great for distance because then I don't have to worry about trying to connect with somebody in the UK if I do them all in person. Right. But it is nice to have those in person uh, episodes. Sure. Yeah, and I really didn't get to have one until our our <laughs> our paddleboarders unite. Right. Which was Meg, that's another environmentalist with Great Lakes Great Responsibility, who just happens to be in Michigan. And her um, segue with cleanup was the Great Lakes Basin. So trying to collect as much as one million pieces of trash and another data collector so you could enter in pieces of trash. Is that
1: over a year span? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I believe so. Yep. So I wonder what her we have to get a hold of her so shortly soon here and see, and see what, what her to- she's total. She's been is recording the end it. Year, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh but uh what's what's fun about that one was the fact that um when Meg was so Meg was able to come here and Michael, so I'll throw in Michael's name now too, uh Midwest Up. And we did a late cleanup here at Sylvan. But prior to that, I had been entering in some numbers. So for me, again, you know, I think that, I mean, we can all say that maybe my story of paddleboarding just had evolved, but I feel like it heightened with this, maybe this podcast Mm -hmm. just because I, yes, I have picked up trash before, but I would say this time I'm now sharing it more, talking about it more, giving the numbers to Meg's database and, uh, being I uh, just even more conscious about it, I guess, right. and also trying to display that in front of the others that came out for classes. So you know, it you're just being a, a a stewardess of of the sport and displaying it in front of others. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of fun things like I was kind of getting to with uh, some of the stuff that we talked about on the podcast. Obviously, uh, Meg was on a a, a podcast episode back in the early spring before they even made it here. So was Michael and Mary Beth, who uh, are, oh, Canada, our friend across the bridge from us here in Michigan. Mm -hmm. uh, Still was through a border lockdown though and was not able to join us, but they were our first or my first podcast guests in person yeah. and we chimed in with Mary Beth. Here uh, in the virtually. Studio, yeah.
1: Guests here in the studio. <laughs> yeah. In the studio <laughs> yeah.
0: wave on. And, but it was awesome because uh, we connected, we connected virtually with, with Mary Beth. I mean, we were pretty, uh, I guess we felt bad that she, you know, couldn't come. Right. Uh, but I mean, it was completely out of our control. And, um, it was so hot here that weekend. it was and we were on the lake all day a Saturday and then we came in to podcast with Mary Beth and we tried to it was almost like we were channeling each other because she did a lake she did a little cleanup too while we were doing our lake cleanup. yeah, so we even got to talk about that a little bit. um i'm gonna I'm gonna play that that part. And uh I might jump around just a little bit here, but this, this one was this one was pretty cool. Yeah, let's listen in. We did our adventure off with Mike losing <laughs> the oh my little God. grabbers. <laughs> so then we spent maybe like fifteen minutes trying to retrieve the grabbers <laughs> from the lake. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I basically was classic Classic garbage pickup move. I basically just laid down on my board and started laughing hysterically. <laughs> I could not stop laughing. It's so stupid. And because it was like he was like, um, oh, okay, I shouldn't have a grabber anymore. <laughs> and I
1: almost dropped like the grabber to get the grabber too. So like I almost lost two. You
0: almost lost uh, two. It was an adventure. Yeah. yeah. Lost the privilege of a
1: grabber. Exactly. Yeah. But at
0: least he did not lose the drone.
1: No. No drone losses today. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow's nice. a new day.
0: So basically, he was trying to document all the. Lake activity, I had taught yoga in the morning, we did the lake cleanups, more people came out, and it was just like a, a fun-filled day. And
1: Right, yeah, but the point being is you shouldn't be putting trash back that you're trying to pick up. <laughs> no, <laughs> right? it's just
0: actually, it just added on to our- <laughs> Adding to the trash. Well, not just that, but our time even to pick up trash, that was time we were supposed to be spending picking up, Yeah. and instead we were searching for a grabber, right. and Meg had her scuba gear and was- that was smart. Diving down. and it, I mean, the, luckily the water was clear. We could see, right. actually. Yeah. But it's funny how you move. Mm-hmm. You don't think you're drifting much. It's not that windy, but we had drifted quite a bit from sure. where we were even, like, burying our head down looking for these grabbers.
1: Yeah, I did. A, I found on my, uh, say it would have been the east, the kind of the northeast shore of the lake is where I was with Sarah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And we were I had grabbers and I almost I almost lost my pair. Uh I mean, it was really quick I grabbed them no big deal, but I was able to mostly find cans, a lot of cans mm. and bottles and cans, there was yeah. their own little each one have, had been there in the water in the bottom for a while, it had its own little ecosystem growing on. I had to dump oh, one yeah. of them had a fish living in it, chilling oh. out, <laughs> you know, so I had to disturb that little ecosystem inside to get that out of the, you know, I was able to save the fish. He went back Did you the feel water. bad about
0: that? Like, well, you disturbed, a, you disturbed something that took it over?
1: Right. I mean, it, yeah, but it wasn't, I mean, it's not natural. It shouldn't be that way. So that garbage has to come out, unfortunately. I mean, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, I guess, uh, is the way I felt about it at the time. So uh-huh. No, I get it.
0: I just feel like it's a, it's a debatable topic because of, there's a couple tires that are still out there, but sure. we know it's been taken over, like, for a few years. Yeah, right. It's nothing new where you yep. know that stuff hasn't yeah. started to live no, in if it. Stuff
1: has, if it's covered with zebra mussels, screw it. Zebra mussels suck. They need ah, to be out yeah, of the lake anyway because they're an invasive species. So, But don't they don't clean do the water a little? That. Don't they yeah, filter they the water a little bit? Do, yeah, it's it's weird how it all works. But, um, yes, it's... They've reported, you know, out on Lake St. Clair that there's so much zebra mussel invasion that they actually, you know, zebra mussels, they filter, they get, you know, their nutrients and whatnot and they filter the water and the, the clarity of the water does improve or has improved since that species has invaded the Great Lakes or whatnot. But they, um, they multiply and grow too much, too, too much, fast yeah. to where they clog up. The big problem is they clog up the water intakes for the water Mm -hmm. uh, plants, you know, to, you know, provide water to the communities and the municipalities. And those zebra mussels just cake up and multiply and grow so fast that it becomes a nuisance. It's a real big problem. Plus, it can cause, you know, damage on the bottoms of boats. Too much of one thing is not good. Yeah, anything. Or cut feet. Yeah, right. If you're walking in it, yeah, right, or yeah, cut yourself because they're so sharp.
0: <laughs> uh, another consistent message across the board was the community-based, which something is, I felt always like without overthinking it. But talking to somebody different each week, the community portion was was very evident with with their message. Yeah. Uh, sharing the sport sharing the stoke the vibe the water the love for it just having fun whether it was a race or you're just laying on your board and hanging out doing yoga I mean all of those things it's a very diverse sport that the message of it's for everyone even though there's so many people that still look at me like I have three heads when I say, yeah, we're going paddleboarding, and it's a, a little windy today.
1: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's still, um, I guess, like I said, a very it's still a growing sport. So you're gonna have that thing that kind of happens, you yeah. know. Yeah, no, that's uh, true. But Jen from Live Love Sup, she was uh, about episode twenty or twenty one her you know she has her own brand of of sharing the passion and love for the sport and community uh she, i don't have the clip but uh i know she had talked a lot about whether you even travel somewhere like seek out that dominant person that's sharing paddleboarding sure. whether it's a tour or there or a teacher or maybe it's a, maybe you found a facebook group in florida that gets together on thursday night and paddles i mean you might be able to if you're going there for a trip hang out and meet new people yeah. she's very uh worldly traveler mm-hmm. which she ended up being from michigan ironically yeah, not too
1: <laughs> far away from our house <laughs> so she's really weird and she lives in abu dhabi right yeah abu, 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 abu dhabi yes. yeah
0: And yeah, and they've paddled everywhere and it was just so cool that she was here this summer and I got to paddle with her a few times and hang out and that was after her podcast recording. And even though they were here for like over a month, their time went by so fast. So I'm, I'm guess I'm lucky enough to have gotten the few paddles with her while she was here.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, So that was awesome. Another cool one from the UK was uh, Jay. Jay Sop, he's another one very strong about community. He's been doing it for a really long time. Uh, he teaches, but he really just has a strong love for the sport and uh, bringing it in front of people. So he does some pretty good or big group uh, paddles where he's got uh, somewhere out there in the UK, a spot where they can paddle and at Halloween and at Christmas. Oh wow! Yeah, so they did a giant. Uh, wow.
1: <laughs> what? Wow. Yeah, wow. Wow. <laughs> a giant
0: you or a giant Halloween paddle? Yeah. You know where he tries to top the number like every year and tries to get out more and same at, at uh, for the holidays uh, whether they're dressed as Santa or the Grinch or Christmas tree. Sure. Uh, but he's got, uh, he has a really cool, uh, van yeah, that, uh, yeah. so a little bit of crossover too, with the whole van life, camper life.
1: Yeah. Overlanding. Living yeah. Out big time.
0: Yeah. yeah. Big time. And he had an awesome van when I first met him and was, uh, scoping out his Instagram and it was bright yellow. Nice. Yeah. The
1: yellow submarine. Yeah.
0: That's right. So let's, let's listen in. Do
1: you have like a camper van? Well, funny enough,
0: I just swapped my van. I've had my little yellow van. I mean, people know me. My
1: my yellow van is apparently one of the, was the most historic thing in the UK. <laughs> I've had it years, and I've just moved. I've just sold it onto a, a young skater girl, and she's over the moon for it. It's rusty.
0: It's old, but it's this bright yellow. So yeah, the bright yellow. Yellow van. I don't remember which brand he had, but he switched. He got a different van. No, and... That's
1: a way to get noticed. To yeah, be, you know, have such an iconic. Uh, Isn't that funny? You know, some type of iconic vehicle in a bright color, and.
0: I loved talking to him. <laughs> I mean, I've I've loved everybody that comes on the podcast, but he was, he was a, uh, unique, unique one yeah. to 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 talk
1: to. Right on. Yeah, really cool bloke. <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking
0: about getting worrying about getting his his first jab.
1: <laughs> yeah, right, exactly.
0: Yeah, that was a while back. It was like episode 23, I believe. And uh continued on. I mean, I took a few breaks uh throughout the year. Not many, actually. My first break I think was around July 4th, so a holiday for us. Right and uh, felt yeah, it was deserved break.
1: You've been pretty consistent on keeping this going and getting guests Yeah, lined up. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. And at that point, at the July 4th date, the tables had turned, and someone's wanting to interview me on my podcast, yeah. on my show. Yeah. So I took them up on the offer. I have no clips of it. I just, you know, you, I'm here. Yeah, right. <laughs> I basically just told my story of being an intern at one point is on a radio show, a live radio show, which I don't talk about much, but uh, I think that that was a little bit of the charm or spark of wanting to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, being an avid story lover and listener, right, and observer, and yeah, put paddleboarding to it or.
1: Well, you kind of learned when you did that, you learned from one of the best out there in the industry, so that was kind of a cool influence to to go back to and, and oh, feed, definitely. feed your drive to want to do this, you know, it's cool. Because it's not what I went to school for. No, uh uh-uh. <laughs> Not at all, but
0: I, yeah, I had one of the best in, in the industry, a live show, and it was like chaos going on behind the scenes. Mm. Like there was a computer, there was radio equipment, there was tapes, there was someone then coming waiting to to be on an interview, a live interview, and
1: it, it, the show was like three.
0: Well, at times there were three. There was three hour shows, and then there were shorter segments as well.
1: So you got a taste early on what yeah. this was all about before. Really, it was before podcasting was yeah. the thing. Really, yeah, definitely.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Because that was a that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So, another cool one that I like to do, and I wasn't sure how it was gonna really fit with the show, but student additions okay perspectives mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: i felt I felt like they always had a different message. I'm always learning from them as much as they learn from me. Right. It's a two way street, and I always like to keep that uh, communication open and so I had a couple of those uh throughout throughout the the year here but one of them recently more recent anyways uh about episode 39 two ladies from the neighborhood brand new to paddleboarding new to the neighborhood sure so they've got a little taste of Sylvan and of living here for a few months and the summer the summer vibe here at Sylvan which is very lively there's events there's uh food trucks uh just all, all kinds of social things going on throughout the summer plus the lake yeah and whether you boat or swim or paddleboard kayak all fish any of that you well, know a yeah, lot to do a <laughs> lot to do and it's so awesome but i was fortunate fortunate enough to be um introduced to these two ladies uh Lori and jeannie and they both have very different messages, but it was another in-person podcast recording, and just very fortunate to have them. And uh, Jeannie Martini, Jeannie, we find out is her nickname.
1: Genie, um, Martini,
0: right? Yeah. is it Genie yeah, Martini? Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> right. And well, well, and I, I couldn't. We find that out, which is hilarious. And then you know, they talk about a couple other things. Uh, but, uh, talk about being interviewed on your show, but then someone doing your intro for you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Let, let's, uh, let's listen in with that one. Wave on. This is, uh, Misty Markham's podcast. Wave on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. You just did our
0: intro. That nature, the
1: Sandhill Cranes. Oh yeah, I love those stupid cranes. <laughs> I talk to them all the time. It's Fraser and Lilith and their two children. Oh my
0: god! But <laughs> <laughs> I what?
1: named them.
0: How did you name them that? At the show, don't you know about Fraser Crane? Oh, got it. <laughs> Duh. Come on, keep up, Misty. <laughs> that wasn't really my show. <laughs> I watched. I think she's trying to say she's too young and world. No. I think that's what she's saying. Care Bear. Care Bear. I was still so watching Care Bears. Yeah. This is true. Well, I that okay. So, a couple things. <laughs> I had no idea what she was talking about with
1: no, the crazy. Yeah, <laughs> see, you just like, that's just admit it. Just admit it. You didn't know what the hell she was talking about. I did. I did. <laughs> Once I heard, I'm like, oh, I'm like, so then I was like, oh, she didn't get it. I can't believe she, because I know, I used to watch that show.
0: <laughs> I love how she said it. <laughs> and there are two children. Yeah. I was like, "What? Yeah, wait, who? I mean, I know who the Cranes are. I've right. on the lake. I've seen them. Right. I saw them in the very you beginning. Didn't get, you didn't
1: get the reference, the pop culture reference. No, no,
0: no. <laughs> I saw. I, I know the Cranes. I saw them as as little ones mm-hmm. around Father's Day, yeah. and she's talking about seeing them um, around." paddleboarding out in front of the lake the care bear had has sort of become the table mascot he was also talked about on a couple of other episodes right. and even taking him out on the board to uh paddle with us <laughs> yeah it's just a, a funny little like what's the story with the with the care bear i'm like well he's teal he hangs out i don't know he's from my air <laughs> but um genie's uh, intro i thought it was like just you know very endearing it was, i was, it was good super cool <laughs> <laughs> and I, both of them have just been awesome to be around and and have them around and other than in paddleboarding so oh, definitely neighborhood
1: cool. peeps cool new friends
0: yeah yeah um and I mean, in that episode, there was a lot of uh, community chat about Sylvan, sort of like I described with a lot of the events and things going on and all of that and their appreciation for for those things going on. So that was just uh, a little side note of uh, paddleboarding, I guess. But um, moving on still back, maybe let's go back to episode 36. Episode 36 in person with M, M, and M, mm-hmm. Mary Beth, Meg, and Michael. Yep. Yeah. When they came here for the lake cleanup, the paddleboard, I call it the paddleboarders unite after we podcast, we went back to the lake and did a jump rope challenge and shot a bunch of photos and it was just like having the time of our life, like the highlight of the summer. Yeah. I hard to pick just one, but <laughs> that tell. was that was a good one. That was a really big one. I that, that'll be hard to top. Um, but I've got another. I've got another clip of that one, and it actually kind of goes segues back to Mary Beth's episode when she was on the podcast way back. I think she was like number nine originally, and she always has a different hat for a different paddle, different hat, different day. That was her thing so when we got ready to record she shows up on video with this hat and i had my shark hat readily and available <laughs> let's chime I in i was gonna wear it yeah you should go throw it on anyway so i'm like i always ask my parents like okay so i'm gonna bore your hats that you actually have so oh, I have right next to me. my, pig. this is my dad's hat. So I was, I wore, I wore it on Thursday, but I haven't posted that footage yet. So I was just bringing it back to them, but I'm like, this is perfect. It looks like unicorn. a pig crossed over with a unicorn. The nose is giving me pig vibes, but definitely you can tell it's a unicorn with the, yeah. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> a, it's it's a pig language. with a horn. <laughs> I know, uh, but my favorite is the tail. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah, they're beautiful. So yeah, she showed up in hat mode.
1: Oh, you goofy kids, I tell ya. <laughs> <laughs> Got to have a theme for every party. <laughs> that's that's
0: what she claims if we go to Canada next yeah. year. Which actually I just I talked to I talked to Michael today. Yeah. And we're like, "What are we doing?" And I didn't remind him. But Mary Beth says, if there's that get together it's going to be a theme so
1: oh, okay so you're stuck you got to come up with something creative
0: <laughs> well we'll come up with something but michael just has to conform and go with the flow yeah. mm. <laughs> which which he will and it's all in fun but uh outside of outside of a lot of paddleboard talk uh, I think there was a couple other episodes we didn't talk a ton about paddleboarding. Um well, one in particular I can think about, but i i I don't need to talk about all of them, do I?
1: Not necessarily.
0: no, I only have I only really have one more They're to share okay i i I don't think that we're really gonna make like a a, a whole hour here tonight. Let's you know we're here we're here before the holiday. The break
1: Yeah, I'm winding down my year with my job and it's uh, it's gonna be nice to take a break and finish up some uh, home projects and uh, I'm some, trying to finish my website out. Yep she's got her website and <laughs> oh. working on updating and doing a bunch of new stuff fit and set up for next year so <laughs> it'll be a nice break.
0: Well we did have Luna in the and I believe it was oh, just a couple clips back that little in the background i was yeah. i don't know what to call her she's a husky mm-hmm. they talk they kind of sound like a little kid in the background whining crying carrying on pitching a fit she's uh picked up throughout episodes here and there
1: yeah she is the mascot of the brand she day. is the mascot <laughs> of the
0: brand and i had this picture this week and i called her little squishy face in my caption and then one of the other neighborhood ladies chimed in and she said because i said oh board board meeting you know, with squishy face, Luna, and she's like, "There's, there's the CEO and co-founder."
1: Yeah, exactly. Yep.
0: <laughs> but one of our other endearing neighbors that live uh, right by us and has uh, the Malamute Snow Dog edition, we we had her on the podcast, and she shared a few, actually, two different episodes, and has shared. But I just this nothing to do with paddleboarding. I just love the story. And uh, I, I want to play that one when next. It's from Elisa and her her story of um, owning very comical, very character-like dogs. I had a guy ask me this morning. He's like, can I ask you a question? I see you walking those two dogs all the time. He's like, do they ever take you down? I'm like, yeah, actually they have. And he's like, well, what happened? I said, one time I got knocked out. I did. I, I ended up getting knocked out. Remember I told you that? Yeah, they were I walk- remember. walking all over me. So I asked the lady that, saw it and i said did they like bark and try to get help she's like no they stepped all over you (laughs) she's basically saying that uh just hurry up and get up yeah she thought it was going to be like a a lassie moment where they would have helped her right and instead they were just like get up get up
1: come on we're we're not done walking (laughs) we're not done with our walk yet
0: so anyways it's uh uh uh, you know sharing uh the love the passion of um snow dogs yeah for that sure. that breed i mean Ma- malamutes are much bigger than than luna is she's yeah. you know very Huskies, petite husky right. but uh still very comical mm-hmm. like uh breeds and sure. fun to have around but they make so much noise when they're trying to talk and get your attention and i'm surprised she's not in here right now but i think and maybe because this is a later night podcast.
1: That's right. And she's tired laying out her double bed. <laughs> <laughs> she's fed
0: and she's sleeping. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Oh, well, this has been fun. I don't want to keep it any longer. Uh, those are, um, you know, the, the highlights of about 35, 38 episodes. I mean, I'm already over that now anyways, because this is episode 346 Yeah, I don't know why I, I find it just like, I have to call it out. What right. number Yeah, it is. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just call. I know. Right. <laughs> Maybe it won't matter now into this next year. I'll just be like, well, we're so many in now. Yeah it's all history exactly <laughs> so i i mean i have to thank everybody a lot and uh sharing stories passion sharing on instagram following along being part of this craziness where sometimes i just don't know if i'm talking into a mic and this is just rolling out into the universe somewhere
1: <laughs> 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 amongst the intranets somewhere right
0: Uh yeah i hope i'm entertaining enough i uh
1: you still, you, after these many, you still love doing it and having fun with it. So, and it doesn't take much to do. I was surprised I was
0: able to keep up with it while the summer was here.
1: Right. Cause yeah, the summer is the summer and we got to take advantage as much as possible. I was able to
0: keep it going.
1: We are in Michigan. And plus you don't <laughs> want to take, take
0: away that other person on the other line, their paddleboard time too. Yeah.
1: Right. You see, it's a dedication of time. I right?
0: know. So anyway.
1: Yeah, well, here's cheers to a uh, cheers. cheers to a new year. Cheers, cheers to, a, to a good uh 2021. A, on yeah, this
0: rolling it out front and front
1: of uh, getting into podcasting.
0: Yes. And thanks to again to everyone out there in the podcast world of Wave on.
1: See you everybody. Have a happy Peace. new year and happy holidays.